Our first Bible reading today comes from Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 15. Now the snake was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat any tr- eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the snake, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the snake said to the woman, For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, she took some and ate it. Sorry, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized that they were naked So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The snake deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the snake, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. The second reading comes from the New Testament, the book of Hebrews. This is taken from chapter 2. We start at verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason, he had to be made like his brothers in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Welcome to church on Christmas Day. So wonderful to see the church filled with so many faces all coming to hear from God's word, to praise the Lord on Christmas Day. I especially 
big welcome to you if you're visiting, if you're visiting family, if you're visiting church for the first time. So wonderful to have you here. My name's Robbie, I'm one of the ministers alongside with Pete. Uh, so for Christmas Day, coming up to, to today, did a bit of research to figure out what Christmas was about. The kind of research takes hours, you know, watching YouTube, that kind of thing. And uh, I figured it out. Figured out what Christmas Day is about. It's, uh, it's about shopping. It's about shopping, all those ads I get. Mostly for toys, specifically for the PlayStation 5. Secondly, it is about wearing winter clothing in the summer months. Now, I'm not sure what that's about. My thesis is that it's something to do with the Australian larrikin, um, larrikin spirit, maybe. But even still, I don't think YouTube's fed me the right things. Can someone tell me what Christmas is about? Does someone know what Christmas is about? Is there a kid that knows what we're doing today? We are celebrating the birth of Jesus, absolutely. So for 2,000 years, since the day he was born, Jesus has been changing people's lives. Jesus has been giving people life since the day he was born. And in today's Christmas passage, which we just read, we're reminded of how the Lord Jesus, he is made like us in every way. We celebrate his birth, the day he became like us in every way. But when Jesus, he enters into our world, he enters a world filled with deadly things. He enters a world where there is a lot to be afraid of. And the, the thing that scares people the most in our world, well, it's too scary to even mention. But I want you to be brave. I want you to be brave. Turn to your neighbor and ask or share a story of a time when you thought you were about to die or you're in a really dangerous, precarious spot. It's called a pickle. There's already some chuckles. Turn to your neighbor and share a story. Take a minute or two. come back together. Let's come back together. Wrap those stories up. Wrap those stories up. Now we've got time. We've got time for one short story. One short story. Can someone share a short story condensing their experience of fear and death into a pithy story? <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Tell, tell it to us. So once I was at a camp 
school. Back at camp, yeah. And um, we took this golf buggy to like put the firewood in. And um, one of the kids was reversing the thing. I was behind it. I got run over by a golf buggy. <laughs> <laughs> about that okay all right well that is a wild story full of danger and fear now maybe as you hear that story you kind of put yourself in those shoes you certainly put yourself in the mother's shoes some of us and you just go what on earth and that feeling of fear the fear of death well i had a couple of dangerous moments nowhere near as dangerous as those although oh anyways i'll let you judge um did some had gotten to some uh, we like to call them pickles again got into a couple of pickles when i did some free climbing when i was younger and dumber hard to imagine and uh got into a couple of other pickles riding my bmx bike bit easier to imagine falling from great heights onto concrete uh but maybe the closest i got uh, to really feeling sort of death was when i got meningitis i got a infection in my brain and my and my spinal fluid as well that was there's two sorts one of them is particularly deadly but i didn't have that one but i could have anyways that was scary probably not as scary as that stuff that was very scary now we do all sorts of things to make sure do our best to not die uh, we insulate electrical cables which my child loves to gnaw at uh, we love to put up guardrails on cliff edges which make for great standing posts to take better pictures and we love to uh, cook prawns before we eat them, in, in, in theory. So, what else do we do? What else do we do? What are some other things that we do? Got some ideas. Shout them out. Seatbelts. Classic. You wear your seatbelts, don't you all? Anything else? Seatbelts. Something else. Some other stuff. Life jackets. Yes. Helmets. You're a good boy, Cam. Good on you. B-pads, elbow pads, <laughs> fire extinguishers, yes, absolutely. Those are some good things. Those are some good things. I got airbags, helmets, swim between the flags, yes, absolutely. Now, do all of these things, do all these things solve the problem that we're afraid of? Not quite. They pass the problem on. They pass it on to Ron later on. That's my dad's joke. Anyways, you've got, you got to make sure that you do it. You put your helmet on, you swim between the flags. These are all good things. You cook your prawns. It's Christmas. Cook your prawns. But one day, we're going to have to deal with life coming to an end. But what if there was someone who was born to beat death? That's what Christmas is about. Today, Christmas Day, that's what we're looking at. Jesus, he is born just like us. He's made like us in every way in order to help us, to save us, to free us. As we read, if we're under the slavery to the 
fear of dying, well, Jesus has come to bring freedom, peace, and life. Let's read our passage again. Since the children have flesh and blood, Jesus, or he too, shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but people who trust God's promises. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful, faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who have been tempted. So what's this passage saying? saying Jesus shared in our humanity. It's saying he's made like us in every way, fully human. So how is Jesus made like us? Shout it out. How is Jesus like us? Who's got some ideas? Flesh and blood. He's born. Flesh and blood. Absolutely. What else? Suffered. He suffered. Was tempted. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what it is to be human. (laughs) What else? Sorry? Mortal. Yes, he takes on mortal flesh. He died. Any other ideas? Oh, more. Emotions. 100%. Tired. Sad. Joy. He likes a nice red wine over dinner with his mates. Think about that. (laughs) Feels pain. Gets sad. He has family. He was tempted like us. But how is Jesus not like us? How is Jesus not like us? Read my mind. Vicky's right. He's without sin. He doesn't give in to temptation. Jesus doesn't do the things that he knows he shouldn't do. Doesn't punch his siblings like I did. Doesn't lie to get out of his taxes like none of us do. He doesn't break his promises. Doesn't get greedy. That's what the Bible also says. We don't have a high priest who's unable to empathize with our weaknesses. We have one who's been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he does not sin. On Christmas Day, we celebrate, remember, the day the Lord is born. We celebrate, remember, that Jesus was made like us in every way. And why? Why does he share in our humanity? Well, we read earlier, it was to break the power of death, to free people who are scared of dying, so that he might be our representative. That's what it means to be a priest or a high priest in our our passage. Naturally, this is our state. We are alienated from God, broken relationship, and we feel that. Well, Jesus, he represents people to God, and he represents God to people. That's what a priest does. And he makes atonement, which is a bit of a tricky word. We only use it in church. What's it mean? Well, you can think of it this way. At one. At one meant. (laughs) My baby's crawling around at the front. It's very funny. He makes us at one with God, bringing us back into a relationship with him. And Jesus becomes like us to empathize with us. 
You ever thought about that? You know with your sufferings that you go through all year? The Lord knows what that's like. That's what empathy is. It means to co-suffer, to suffer with. He knows what it's like to be tempted. He knows what it's like to suffer, just like you suffer. Because he's made like you in every way. He knows what it's like to face temptations, the temptations you face. But he never gives in. Well, on Christmas Day, we remember and celebrate the Lord's birth. The day he became like us in every way, so that he could empathize with our sufferings. So that he could bring us back to God. So that he could beat death. So that he could free us from our fear of death. Now you might think, the fear of death. We were sort of thinking about that this morning and hearing some stories about it. But I think COVID was just a perfect example of what that felt like in 2022. The whole world in a a lockdown out of fear, the fear of death. And this fear, it showed itself in really big ways. There was lockdowns, there were protests, everyone took a side, there was polarisation. And there was snarky and biting and lots of words were used. Very painful. There were also expressions of fear that were much more mundane. You remember how people fought over toilet paper? (laughs) Now that I can understand, 100%. There's nothing more fearful than coming to the end of a roll. Nothing more fearful than coming. It's a fate worse than death. Put yourself on that toilet seat. But to be serious, COVID showed something that's inside all of us, didn't it? Something inside all our hearts. We know exactly what it's like to be slaves to the fear of death. Even when we think we're not. Crops up and there it is again. And it's this fear, this slavery, which the Lord has come to break. The Lord Jesus, born to break it. Born to beat it. So what does Christmas Day mean for you today? What does the birth of Jesus mean for you today? Well, if you're not someone who's following Jesus yet, then the Christmas message, the birth of Jesus, it is an invitation. It's an invitation not to just do more, to give more, or to be better. That's not what it's about. Christmas story is an invitation to freedom and peace and life instead of slavery to the fear of death. It's because of this fear that we're so crippled. It robs us. It robs us of joy and it robs us of peace. I mean, the West is such a prosperous land. The West is a place where we have great health. We live so long, and yet we're so depressed. But you know what? The Lord knows what it's like to be human. He's made like you, so he can save you. He dies in your place. Jesus is made like you in every way, so that he can represent you to God and bring you back into a relationship with God. So when Jesus entered our world, he invited the world to come and trust in him and to follow him, to walk after him. Jesus is born so that all people would be born again. So if you're not yet following Jesus, that's the first step, to take the first step and start walking right behind him, to trust and follow him. That's the first step. If you're someone that's taken that step, someone that trusts in the Lord, someone that's walked that journey for a long time even, well, Christmas is another time to remember the story, to remember something that we always forget, Crops up in years like 2020. Crops up every year. Crops up when something terrible happens and the fear of death we're faced with it again. We always fall back to being afraid. It's because of spiritual forgetfulness. Forget the great truths of the Bible. 
We forget that Jesus is born just like us. And so every year we're reminded he's born just like us, made like us in every way. Every year that you go through, 2022, 2023, be full of suffering, be full of struggles. Think of 2022. Think of what struggles you faced. Now you might think that you were alone in those struggles. And maybe you were, in a sense, but not truly because of Christmas. Because the Lord knows what it's like to suffer, to be tempted. He's walked a mile in your shoes. So be reminded and encouraged that the Lord knows exactly what it's like because he's made like you in every way. We remember today that he's born like us. He suffers like us more than we do. He doesn't give in. He represents us to God. He brings us back to God. He's conquered death. And so now you, Christian, you don't have to be afraid. Don't have to be afraid because you belong to the Lord. You belong to the Lord. He's given you life and it started the day that he was born. Christmas Day. That's what we remember. Let me end with these words that we read earlier today. For surely it's not angels God helps, but people who trust his promises. For this reason, Jesus had to be made like us, fully human in every way. That is what we celebrate on Christmas. Amen.